Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, fellas, fellas. The holiday season is upon us, finally. Um, yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you hey, 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 hey. We got to do Thanksgiving first. We just Halloween just ended. You can't just rush into it. Uh, listen, man. It's that time of year. And I think we're going to get a little into that. Uh, but first things first, man. Caleb, what's up, man? How See, you doing? I like this little uh, Sunday day herf we're doing right now. Feels, I like it uh, as well. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's meant to be on this weekend. This is what happens when the Bills play a primetime game. Yeah, you just have the for whole like, day for activities. For like the ninth time this year. Weird flex, but you know. Yeah, lots of primetime games. But I got a Pats shirt on, so go Pats, go. And, you know, we're going to take a special moment. Guys, if you're friends with them, reach out to them, talk to them, console him. Our buddy Boots, a.k.a. Phil. He might be on suicide watch right now. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins. Man, they stink. They stink like the cigar Caleb just said. Uh, <laughs> Caleb said it smelled like manure. Manure on the cold draw, just letting you guys know that. Um, All right. We'll let Gio get into what we're smoking, though. But, uh, yeah, everything's good with Caleb. Gio, uh, great great time last night. Diaper party for you. Uh, big congratulations to my boy. Um, yeah, man. Great time. Bro. Great time. Towards the end, I was starting to feel it. I kept drinking some of that Bardstown Discovery series, man. Killed it. Yeah. <laughs> he killed the bottle. Yeah, he, he got like called out for it. He's like, Yeah, I drank that whole bottle and then Brandon goes, You drank half the bottle, relax. First off, well there was only half the bottle that was left, so I drank that bottle myself. What was left of it. Mm. Accounts for something. Alright, anyway. Uh back to finer things here. Uh what are we smoking today, Gio? We got the wonderful edition here for the first time the viaje full moon this bad boy is one of the more limited anticipated holiday releases from viaje that's kind of their whole thing here they get a ton they have the birthday blends they just they do a lot with this stuff uh as far as the full moon this is the 2023 le edition i'm sorry this is the regular not the le edition not the Air, but it's going to be a Mexican San Andreas Maduro with Nicaraguan binder and filler. Uh, comes in a handful of sizes. There's mini moon. They're always they sell out quick. So if you get a chance to get them, pick up a five pack. We got these from our boys uh, down in Deltona Cigar Hustler. Shout out Mike. Thanks for shipping them up to us. Thank you, Michael. Even though you know Jerry called you out on your shipping. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Fat stick. Fat stick. Yeah, what uh it's got a cool band. What did you say it was? What size? So it is a true Robusto, uh five by fifty two is what it said here. Unless I got the wrong one pulled up here, which I very well might. I don't think this is a five by fifty two. It's a big this boy. Is, sorry, like, this is a five by fifty six. Yeah, it's a big cigar, dude. Looked at the wrong one. Yeah. The Ellie is the fifty six or fifty two. I'm all fucked up. Is recovery mode, guys. Give me a break here. I'm not giving you anything. Fuck hey, yourself. It's got to settle in. He's one month away from having a baby. So that's a lot to take in. You're With your boys, you're drinking. You got all s- sorts of diapers in your car stocked up for almost the whole year. So uh, it's a lot to take in as the next 30 days or whatever set in for Gio. So he's going through a lot. All right. So we'll, you're saying cut him a break? 
Maybe. If I'm ever going to be nice to Gio, that's the one break I'll cut him. Thanks, buddy. Just And I'm, I'll make sure if I hold your baby, I won't drop her. Oh, okay. We went a little dark there. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I have a lot of experience, you know, holding the babies. I have, I've only dropped one, but they were in the carriage. Funny story. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. What, Caleb, what are, what are we drinking? Right. We're not going to ah. talk about Caleb's uh, hatred for small children. We're just going to get into the into the whiskey. I'm actually excited for this whiskey, by the way. All right. This is one that Jerry picked up when we were shopping in uh, Louisville. So we are drinking Nulu Bourbon Whiskey. This is their experimental finish series, and we have the one finished in Amberana Barrels. Uh, it's a single barrel pick out of a store in Louisville. So we got 111 proof right here, aged five years and five months. And, man, I got to tell you, man, this Amberana, delicious. Despite what some would say. Exactly. We got a couple haters out there. Um, I refuse to name him. We won't. Because of his hatred for Amberana. I refused to mention him. He'll know. You know who you are. He'll know we're talking about him. Savage. You know. So this is a limited edition from Nulu. Um, So commonly referred to as Brazilian oak, but the Amberana isn't of the oak family. It's just soft, porous, and it's very sugar-laden wood. So it's very well known for uh, vanilla, cocoa, uh, cinnamon icing, and candied ginger, and a little bit of burnt sugar. So um, maybe for people who aren't fans of Amarana, they don't like that sweetness to it. I personally, uh, especially around this time of year, dude, it's like you're drinking a fucking bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, like the the milk at the end. Just not the milk. It's obviously a whiskey, but... Very, very cinnamony. Uh, you get, I mean, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> cinnamon. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It, it, it's like drinking Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but it's a whiskey. It tastes like when you take a cinnamon bun right out of the oven, you put the icing on it. There's the smell and taste for you right there. Um, they say that the Amberana is really potent. So when they store these barrels, they have to rotate them and they have to test the weekly to ensure that the taste quality is upright. Because a lot of people like our one of our friends and viewers, a lot of people aren't too sure about the Amberana finish yet. It's so new, like with the P- Penelope, Rio, Rare Character, Nulu, I picked up the RD1. So all these say, like, buyer beware, because it's a new cast finish. Not too sure how bourbon drinkers on the regular are going to like it. I know me and you are fans. Uh, I don't know if Gio likes the Amberana, but I'm a fan for one. I, I do enjoy the Amberana. Our first experience was when we tried that Penelope Rio and... Now it's definitely been in the rotation of where we see it. You pick it up. Yeah, that lighter static. The uh, I, doesn't that just that trip feel so long ago? What I mean, that was just like a project f- so long ago in the beginning of the year. That project, you know. And oh yeah, back in back in May. May. It just it seems so long ago. I mean, I, weird, weird shit, man. Weird. But yeah, we got our whiskey. We got our cigar. I'm pretty excited about the pairing uh very anticipated cigar uh but yeah man let's let's get into what we're gonna get into what are we gonna get into here mr steen all right we are gonna get into uh when is the right time to set up for christmas uh christmas music decorations like when is the right time when what is it too early or when is it just right to get into the christmas spirit uh we are just coming in november right after halloween uh, you can see in stores already tons of Christmas stuff out, like from the candy and decorations. But it's like, come on, guys. Thanksgiving hasn't even happened yet. Give give fall a chance to happen before we get to Christmas. That's my opinion. 
I feel like uh, it's Halloween, right? And then like at the snap of a finger, you walk into any store, all the Christmas shit's out. It's like where where the hell is this shit coming from? This was not here yesterday. It was ready. It was ready. He said it was ready, dude. I was in Tops on Halloween. All their Halloween displays, everything like that. The very next day, I went back to the bank. All Halloween, all the Halloween stuff's gone. It's Christmas candy. There's gingerbread man. There's nutcrackers all over the place. It's like, how did this happen overnight? Who's they got a good overnight crew going? Yeah, seriously. Um, when do you think is the right time to start celebrating Christmas? I I feel like uh, for me, I personally think that the day after Halloween, you know, November first. Way too early. We're just skipping one of the best holidays. We give no like credit to Thanksgiving. It's just immediately Christmas. For two months, it's Christmas. Yeah, I'm not all the fan. ads. Not a fan of that. Um, and you know, you're you're missing out on the biggest party day of the year, pre Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving. That Wednesday is the biggest party night of the year. Oh boy, that is. A... I hate I hate Thanksgiving Eve. What do we call that? Amateur night. It's like all the people True. who never fucking drink. They go out all at once. Everyone goes back to either. And here's another thing, right? Everybody always goes back home for the holidays, mm-hmm. right? Thanksgiving. Everybody, it's like every bar you go to is a fucking high school reunion. It's just all the people that you went to high school with. And, oh, yeah, hey, how are you guys doing? I haven't seen you uh, since last Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> it's just like that's the only time you see any of these people. Uh Everyone and their mothers up. Everybody. Yeah, it's just absurd. You're like, oh, God. Now I remember why I don't keep in contact with you. <laughs> well, also, like, it's Thanksgiving. You got some of the greatest foods out there that uh, often get skipped over because, you know, if you want to go straight to Christmas, you're missing out on the best time of year. All the turkey, all the ham, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing. It's a good food holiday. Yeah, you like stuffing. Fucking weirdo. Do a lot of stuffing after Thanksgiving, my guy. What do you, you know? What I mean, we've uh, we've <clears throat> talked about this. I think we did this last year. We talked about like the best Thanksgiving foods, but I don't know. I think this Christmas throws so much shade at Thanksgiving. It's just like Thanksgiving barely happens. I mean, Thanksgiving, you got football, food, family, friends. If the weather's nice where you are. I'm sure it's a fucking riot. I mean, here in Buffalo, it's usually pretty cold, but last year I was in Long Island. It was a great time. Uh, we were tur- playing cornhole. Yeah, and or turkey bowl games. You get together with some of the boys, play some turkey bowl football. Played a turkey bowl the last couple of years. It's a lot of fun. I, I mean, Christmas just overtakes every holiday. It's just two straight months of Christmas. I, the The part of this whole thing that I can't get behind is... The radio stations that go 24-7 Christmas music right off, like, just November 1st, it's Christmas time. It's like, dude, oh, my God. It's just, ugh. It's too much. Too much. It's, you know, a, a true form of torture. Just lock someone in a room and only play Christmas music. But there's people that absolutely geek out on it, and they're like, I love this time of year, man. How do you work at a radio station that plays that music constantly? Like, I feel like, like Gio said, that's torture. I would want to blow my brains out. Like I just I can't stand Christmas music. I literally. So Maybe if we're gonna it's talk cold about cold outside, hey, that's a rapey song. We're not allowed to sing that now in 2023. Caleb, it's cold outside. <laughs> well, you boys can warm me up in the lounge any day. 
We did just get a new heater installed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Groovy different though. in here, huh? Yeah, spacious. Caleb actually built the wall that's behind him. Yeah, that masonry was some fine work, buddy. You know what? Got to keep out some of those illegal neighbors that want to get into Jerry's drinks and cigars. So that's why the wall was necessary. Uh, go Trump. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man, he went there. Got to tie in a wall somehow, you know? <laughs> I like the new background, personally, man. I, I actually am a big fan of the, the new heater as well. So you're not a fan of open garage border or boundaries? <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I was thinking about locking this bitch down. It's fucking locked down. You can't get in here. It's got to be a gun, <laughs> gun hidden in here somewhere, you know? Just in case. There might be. You never There's, know. At least two. There's at least two. There we go. Uh, yeah, speaking of the whole Christmas music thing, when is the right time... For Christmas music, in your guys' opinion. Because uh, I agree with Jerry. November 1st, way, way, way too early. But what do you guys think? I think, personally, December is okay. I can give one month to the holiday. I could buy the last week of November. <clears throat> really? Yeah. You're going You're going that early. Are you going, like, last day, like, the day after Thanksgiving is okay? Like, Black, Black Friday, Friday, you could start it. I am, it's a shopping day. I'm generally okay with that. It's Black Friday. It works, but to me personally, um, I think two weeks before Christmas is the right time for <laughs> Christmas music, especially if you it's work like right so- around the fourteenth. <clears throat> yeah, especially- bro, you can't even do an advent calendar. Well, I mean, I'm just saying I, the Christmas music it gets to me. It's the same songs repeated every year, all the time, nonstop on a radio station. It's like, dude, I've heard this song since I was 13 years old. It, it nothing's changed. Then when the new versions come out, they suck even more. <laughs> it's true. There's always like a cover of the same shitty song. Um, Listen, speaking of Christmas music, though, what is what do you think is the most banger Christmas song there is? The DMX Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's a song. Uh huh. I oh. have not heard that. It's DMX singing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. R.I.P. to my boy. Er, er, <laughs> bro. Er. What's our clip to not get demonetized or allowance? No, no, no. I'm out, dude. Fuck that. I'm gonna have to look this up into my personal time though. I <laughs> I I feel like that's probably a banger. What do you think? Uh Jingle Bell Rock is an all time classic. Really? Oh yeah. Um my least favorite is definitely the uh woke John Legend and Kelly Clarkson Baby It's Cold Outside. Came out in two thousand nineteen. Absolutely hate it. It's the worst. I don't dude I don't know how you get around not listening to this music, but somehow I feel like I've done a great job because you just named two songs. You named one, Caleb named one. I have not heard of those. Well, like, the, the DMX one was definitely like a joke thing that he did. Like okay. it was funny. All right, it's kind of uh, like the Dipset Christmas album. Like no one really heard of it or knows why Dipset, the rap group from the two thousands, did a Christmas album, but they did. I think we should do a fucking Christmas album. That show would be Jason hilarious. Kelsey did a Christmas album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What about uh, if we did one? It'd be pretty funny though. I'd be about it. It'd be we could make a cool music video. What about, uh... We'll have him dress up like Mariah Carey. Wear a little fucking scantily clad Santa outfit. I'm just glad Gio didn't say I should dress up as an elf. I personally... That was the low-hanging fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Personally, for me, I'm a big fan of uh, that Wham! song, Last Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's a banger. That's a banger. That's a banger. Yeah. When I hear that, man, I'm like, it's Christmas. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is also a very good song, too. So you went with, like, the classics. Yeah, those are two of my favorites. You can, I mean, how could you go wrong with Fleece Navidad, right, Gio? 
All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> you know what? That is a banger. All I want for Christmas is you. That is such a banger. It brings up memories because uh, that right around Christmas time when I was in high school, we used to always do like a basketball tournament at a local high school, and every time you walked in the gym during your warm-ups, this music was on a loop just playing. You're running around, you're doing your pregame warm-ups. It never stopped. What position did you play? Water boy? Nope. Uh, point guard. <laughs> generally, like, the point guard Generally, the point guard is, like, the smallest guy on the team who could dribble the best. They so. got the smallest guy in the school. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Yo, there, there wasn't one, like, 5'11 dude that could play point? <laughs> there was a Can you even dribble a basketball? Yeah, yeah. I'm Basketball, I never made it through a full season. I always got kicked off the team for uh, doing illicit activities, but I played. Okay. Do you care to elaborate on those? I got kicked off for drinking uh, junior year, got kicked off for a fight senior year, like an in-game fight. So Mm -hmm. never made it through a full varsity season. (laughs) But, you know, was there. Always the goal was to have, me and my one friend, our goal was to have, if you're playing, you got to have more fouls than points. That's how you know you're a real baller. Hmm. Um, Did you just try to beat a goon on a basketball team <laughs> at fucking five seven? I mean, at a whopping five seven net point guard, Caleb Draymond Souza. <laughs> now introducing the smallest member of the JFK Bears, <laughs> Caleb Suzik, and he has made a three pointer. At a section six record at the shortest player to ever make a three pointer. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Caleb. I know. Believe it or not, there are shorter kids than me out there, you know? There's still are LPs similar than me. Come on, guys. LPs. I like that you're being politically collect. Collect? Correct. Collect? Correct. That's a mushmouth Caleb moment right there. Day drinking at its finest, guys. I little do you guys know I was already drinking before I came here, so gotta keep the just once i got a disease like once i start i can't stop you got a fever it's called being a legend so i feel like the christmas music just any band could just come out with a song it's a new song the market is so small so like i i feel like you see a lot of bands now maybe they're not doing covers but if you just write an original christmas song it'll get played thousands and thousands and thousands of times at every local station because they they like you said they play the same 20 songs yeah. so just come out with something new dude we could come out with a christmas song like a down to her christmas song i think we could do it what it's, if it was like actually pretty funny it doesn't even have to be like cigar or whiskey related it could just like legit be like a song we wrote out about christmas and experiences it has nothing to do with like cigars and whiskey but or we could make it like that It'd be like uh caleb couldn't reach his stocking okay i know caleb didn't put the star on the top of the tree i can tell you that right there's this song right there (laughs) caleb caleb needs a ladder caleb caught mommy kissing santa claus uh, you know what controversial song i'm glad you brought it up i had a question i wanted to ask you guys about that song (laughs) do you think the child in that song really saw his mom kissing santa claus or was santa claus his dad conspiracy if you if if i may well, I mean, <laughs> newsflash, Santa isn't real. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> no, hold on. You Wait a minute, what? Yo, hold up, hold up. Gio, I think you've said some very controversial things on this show. That might be the most, the most controversial of all things you've ever said. 
You can't just drop bombs like that on the show. I hope no one was listening. There to could the- be some dude listening to the show who still doesn't know. Or listening with his kids and you just ruined it for his kids. You yeah, know? like uh, maybe he's listening show. to it. Yeah, maybe he's listening to it in his fucking car. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, every other word we say is fucking fuck. Yeah. I said it twice right in a row. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Where's that one guy who commented, all these guys do is swear. Yep. <laughs> if you like swearing and bad cigar reviews, this is the perfect show for you. <laughs> Hey, buddy, I got two words for you. <laughs> I kind of like that review. If someone else could post a nice review of our show that's kind of like that, just keep it up in the comment section. I'd like to see that. I think that was, dude, it was pretty funny. Oh, we it was. It, it definitely made me laugh. I like I, funny I like that shit. I like funny comments. I well, wish we'd get more. Someone once told me you haven't truly made it in anything until you have haters. That's how you know. You can measure it that way. But yeah, shout out to that guy. Cheers. Gio? What? But Gio, so Santa Claus or the or the kid's mom? Well, I mean, he or, saw mom kissing Santa Claus, but was it dad dressed as Santa? It was the milkman. Oh man, mom was a cheater. Sa- the milkman came dressed as Santa. Hear me out. Dad was still sleeping, or dad was working his overnight job. The milkman dressed up like Santa, snuck on over, and he got a kiss from the kid's mom. If it was Santa Claus. Mrs. Claus at the North Pole. Oh, you know, yeah. They're being a d- divorce. Jerry, how do you feel about that? What do you think? <sighs> she was definitely kissing Santa Claus, dude. Bro. I'm not out here. I'm not a ruiner, dude. I'm like Geo. Geo's a fucking ruiner. Now, I got a question. Do you guys think this was like a little peck kiss? Like, oh, Santa. Like, just, I love you. Thanks for bringing. How, no, what do you I think, think it was this a full on This is a P Hub start, like the beginning scene. Doom, doom, So, mom. Ding, 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 so, ding, so, ding, so mom might have been getting her stocking stuffed. <laughs> Probably. Oh, eh. Poor kid. Have yeah. to see that. That'll, that'll mess up your brain for a couple of years. For sure. You'll have like a weird thing going on one day. Oh, they were sharing the sleeve of cookies I left out, too. Well, Santa's got to drink all that milk and get his energy for the next house. He did it all for the cookie. <laughs> the old ookie cookie. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so, uh, so that was one thing I had. And then, did you guys know, like, the lyrics for, like, the new... Like, like I said, the woke, baby, it's cold outside. So it goes, like... I simply must go, baby, it's cold outside. And then the girl goes, the answer is no. And then the guy goes, but baby, it's cold outside. Like, don't go, stay. And they say the old version gave out, like, rapey vibes. Like, the girl wanted to go, and the guy's like, no, no, stay, stay. But it's like, what it wasn't meant to be like that. And this is a song from 70 years ago. Like, there's no rapey. It's just like, spend Christmas with me. You know, it's cold outside. 70 years ago? 70 years ago, the original version came out. What is that, 1950? Yeah. Holy shit. That's an old-ass song. But the So the one part of the song that's pretty controversial is, and one a part of the original version, it goes, say, what's in th- what's in this drink? And then it goes, no cabs to be had out there. So, like, the girl goes, what's in the drink? And the guy goes, there's no cabs going around at this time. So it's like, did he spike the drink? It's like, I don't believe it. It's probably just like, oh, yeah, here's a little, here's a little Nulu in your coffee, you know? Enjoy. A- that Amberana finish. I, I like that you're trying to make this uh, a little less controversial. Speaking of Amberana, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think, so I, personally, I don't drink eggnog, but do you think that like putting a little of this in an eggnog would be pretty good? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like, don't you use cinnamon with eggnog? Yeah, yeah. Cinnamon, there is some like, I, there really is some eggs in eggnog. Sure. Um, you know what? Controversial. I used to never drink eggnog until last year because I always didn't like the name. Like eggnog, I'm thinking I'm going to get this like, 
eggy, creamy drink. And now eggnog is creamy, but I like it. It's good. Just throw that bottle in your freezer, drink it. You don't even need ice. It's good. I like eggnog. I'm fully coming around to it. Really? Yeah. And that just started last year one one random day? Yeah, just bought a cheap bottle. They're like 10 bucks. Just, I'll just try it. It's only, it's pretty low proof. You don't need to mix it or sip it with anything mm. or add a cube. It's good. Yeah. I, I, I can't get around eggnog. We should try some. It's good. You guys would like it. Yeah, um, it. I might pass on that, dude. You know what we should try on the show? Mustard. Don't, no. Don't pass on eggnog. We should We should try mustard don't on the show. Don't pass on eggnog. Geo, you an eggnog guy? I don't know. Geo, really like Geo's eggnog. been on his cell phone for the last 10 minutes. So. Geo, there's lots of protein in eggnog. Yeah, no, he ain't looking up notes. <laughs> there's lots of protein in eggnog, Geo. You gotta, you gotta I get... don't care for eggnog, honestly. I think it's gross. Well, I'll bring in a bottle. What the hell? We'll all just drink some nog. Yeah. Some nog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more lyrics to the the woke one. Um, it goes, I really can't stay. Baby's cold outside. I've got to get away, but I can call you a ride. So that was like the old version from the 50s. And the new one is, what will my friends think? Well, I think they should rejoice. And that says, if I have one more drink, and then the girl, and then the guy goes, it's your, bo- your body and your choice. It's like, come on, you're just ruining a classic. What other like controversial songs are there? Are there any other ones, Caleb? Like controversial. Like, like, is there is there any like weird Christmas songs? Like isn't there like one like Meet Me Under the Mistletoe like weird shit like that? I'm not saying it's weird, but uh, that didn't really stand the test of time. I guess yeah. is what... I'll look it up. You know, there's got to. I mean, dude, you're talking about a, f- a holiday we dedicate two months to. There's got to be some cool shit about it, right? I mean, it's not be... all about Jesus. Where's the uh? <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> like Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> That's how Caleb would say it. No, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what they do say? The number one song that was controversial was "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus" by Jimmy Boyd. <laughs> they say that was, uh, and that came out in 1952. So they say they try to get that out too, because it uh, made a mockery of decent family life if mommy was really kissing Santa Claus. I think we all know the truth here, but obviously we don't want to be like Geo and ruin things for people. <laughs> yeah, mom's banging Santa. <laughs> yeah. What if mom was in the Santa suit? Oh, plot twist. I mean, yeah. you know, that's a that's a very... What if you have two moms? I mean intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a uh progressive Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? I don't even know how that works. Um, here's one. It's it's gonna sound weird, but like a one they wanted banned back. At, this is going back to the 40s. They wanted to ban "I'll Be Home for Christmas" by Bing Crosby in 1943 because uh, they thought it would damage a lot of British families and anyone who had like dads in World War II. So they said it would like, you know, discourage like families from their dads who might not return home from war. So you know, wartime. Whatever. I don't think it's too controversial. They got Santa Baby. Could be. They said it was too sexy for Christmas when it came out in the in the fifties. Hmm. You know, know Santa. Did women did women have rights yet at that point? <laughs> they were allowed to vote. I know that. Okay. And could drive. When did the Geneva Convention happen? I don't know. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Right side Fred Christmas version. <laughs> I'm too sexy for this Santa suit. <laughs> Uh, dude, we could totally do that. I mean, we have to get the rights from Right Said Fred, but that would be a funny remake. Like a parody is always exactly. approved. 
Yeah, a funny parody song. We should. We should, man. Or like the 12 Days of Christmas parody. We could totally do one. Dude, I did one. I can't remember it. Fuck. I wrote one for just like work. Like the East Side 12 Days of Christmas. It was awesome. And I can't fucking remember it. I memorized it. I never wrote it. I just thought about it. It was great. Four UUVs. <laughs> Three DWIs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Two cracks of rock. <laughs> and one golden shower. Like, if you get peed on by a homeless guy. Or a crackhead. I don't, I don't know. I'm just... You fucked up. And first off, it would have to be five, because it's five golden rings. Dummy. Well, hey, if you want five golden showers, more power to you. I'm not going to ruin your fetishes, Gio. Shut up, R. Kelly. <laughs> I'm trying to think, dude. There has to be other stuff out there. There has to be some good topics. Controversial songs, or... I don't know. Well, so we touched on the songs, but when is the right time to decorate? So mm. I think the three of us are in agreement. November 1st, way too early to decorate. But generally in your homes, when do you guys decorate? Dude, I still do fall decorations. Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. decorations. Yeah, like so turkeys like, and stuff. You know, you throw like a turkey out there. Yeah. Um, you know, you, after you, Thanksgiving. You go kill the turkey first. Then you have it taxidermied and then put it on your porch. Yeah. None of that fake happy turkey shit. Turkeys, you ever go near a turkey? They're mean. They're not nice. We've glorified them a little too much. Yeah. Just like badgers. Badgers. Honey badger. Nasty animal. Like I said before, Ben Franklin actually wanted the national bird to be a turkey instead of a bald eagle. Was he from Kentucky? No, he just um, well, lived in Philadelphia a lot, but he, turkeys were all over the place back in the 1700s. Huh. Yeah, so, uh, you know, good eats. There's you know, east side turkeys. Is there really? Yeah. We've seen turkeys on the east side? Yeah. Why do I not remember these? They're, they hang out over on Bud Mill. Let's uh let's get into some some controversial topics here for the Christmas. Um I like controversy. Okay. So the right time to decorate is not November 1st, but after Thanksgiving to get your Christmas decorations up. I say December 1st. You can't decorate until the holiday that the month the, uh, You can't decorate until the month the holiday falls in. I'm good with like Geo's train of thought. Black Friday, if you could play Christmas music, you could start Taking down your Thanksgiving fall decorations and put up the Christmas stuff. Okay, let me ask you this. What's what's the right day to put up your Christmas tree? It, uh, I'm talking Should the tree be there for, for Thanksgiving? Should you have your tree up? No, no. after Thanksgiving. Yeah, it, definitely after. Because I know people that put their tree up. It's probably already up. Um, I know people who would have Halloween Christmas trees, but they decorate it with Halloween stuff. Then they keep it, and they put up Thanksgiving stuff like pilgrims, turkeys, whatnot, and then they just keep that tree up from October, November, December, and they just change the decorations every month. Because we'll have Halloween on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think tree up, you can go Black Friday. I don't care. It d- depends how you start your decorations or do your house. If you do tree first and then decorations, or you, you wait to buy an authentic Christmas tree, maybe hold off until December for that. I think... Black Friday's appropriate. I think I've done Black Friday for the Christmas tree. Now, here's the next question. Real or fake tree? You want to go to me or Gio first? I'll go to you. I'm all about the fake tree life. I love it. Um, used to do the real tree when I was a kid growing up. Once we got a fake one, oh, perfect. Actually, you know, funny story. Back in my house, after my parents got a divorce, I know that part's pretty sad. The divorce. It's taking a dark turn. (laughs) So at daddy's house, we got the real tree. (laughs) So at at my house, uh, 
once we had that fake tree and it was up, we used to keep it in the front porch. And the porch was always closed. It was like a sunroom, but no one ever did anything with it. We literally would just close the shutters, leave all the decorations and lights on, just leave that Christmas tree. I think I had it up for from the point of 2010 till maybe 2017. Up for seven years straight. The, just in the, tree, the tree was up for seven yeah. straight years. Yep. That was at your dad's house. It had to be, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the dude, he didn't want to take that shit down. I didn't want to take it down <laughs> either. Yeah. See, this makes total sense to me. Thank you. This makes total sense to me that you just don't want to take the tree down. So what you do is you just close that room off yep. to the world. Yep. And then you just open the door. Exactly. Uh, when it's Christmas time. Yep. And then it's there already. And and you open the shades in, uh, the day after Thanksgiving and it's up. So uh, we were for seven years running. We were the first family on the block who had a Christmas stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> but we could go to jail on what he thinks about real or fake. But I'm a fan of fake. Ah, no. Real trees are too big of a pain in the ass and they're always a mess and... There's too much of a process. The pine needles, dude. Oh, man. There's nothing like, ugh. Uh, to me, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. Putting up the fake tree is hard enough, l- let alone going out there with a chainsaw when it's fucking, or a, or a little saw and fucking cutting down a tree when it's 28 degrees. Fuck that. I mean. Real- then you got to drag it. Tie it to your fucking car if we- you don't. And then your car gets shit all over it. Yeah. Sap. The sap, yeah. Ugh. I mean, real trees, they smell great, but you can just buy that, like. Evergreen tree smell and it's spray a spritz. It on your tree. Yeah, you can do the spritz on your tree. Wow, this must be a real tree. It smells so good. No, that was like four dollars at uh, Party City. Yeah. Uh, all right, I got one. It's talking about trees and stuff. Like, what do you guys like? Do you like the pure white lights or do you like the colored lights? I don't know. This is controver- This is controversial <laughs> in my household. So- my wife hates hates the colored lights. She likes the white lights. I like the colorful lights. I like the colorful lights. Oh, see, it's yeah. controversial. I like the white lights. We have a tree that does both. Well, I know you would like the white lights. Yeah. It looks... Uh, <laughs> Are you looks saying like that it. Caleb might die? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like snow... It looks more like snowfall and stuff when you got the white lights. I like the white lights. But I don't mind, like, on a Christmas tree, putting the colored ones on. But I'm talking about, like, outside decorations. The white lights always look really nice. Star or angel? Ooh, good question. I think we have an angel on the top of ours. I got a star. Or Josh Allen jumping over the tree. <laughs> I've seen that a couple of times, yeah. Those Ultra Bills fans just get the Josh Allen. The, so that's the a good one. That's a good I, I think one. I think the it's the Josh angel. Allen jumping over the Christmas tree topper. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm pretty sure it was always angel for my household. I think we, I think, um, we always had an angel on the top of the tree. And then I was... I don't know. I think I was a star guy when I lived by myself and put the tree up. I don't put, know. Putting the top around the tree is a pain in the ass for some reason. It seems yeah, because kind of, it never stays. Right. You have to do it, it, it. I don't know. It requires too much attention and too much detail. Or when you're short, it just sucks too. You know, <laughs> got to get a stool or a chair or something. Well, you get like, so the Caleb family Christmas tree is like, you know, that like one that's normally a desktop tree. <laughs> the Charlie Brown tree. <laughs> he, the normal household Caleb's like yeah kids this is how you put the star on top of the tree and it's like a fucking toy you get from Burger King or something hmm that's funny Caleb with the I want to see it <laughs> I'll send a pic this do, you, do, you, do you hold the kids up to put the, the, the ornaments up yeah we've done that yeah they're not the best at it yet but they're they're still young they'll, they'll get along to it do you only use like those like um stupid ball like the glass balls that whenever they fall and break like you like 
I went to straight up the plastic ornaments. Yeah, I got the plastic. Clean too many of the glass ones. Or if you had any kind of an animal that lives yeah. in the house, like a cat or a dog, they always seem to knock the ones down. They just fuck everything up. Well, you'll be learning this, but when you got a crawling baby, those low-hanging ones, they definitely go after those uh, low-hanging ornaments. That's like Geo making little little people jokes about Caleb. He always goes after that low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I think there's that video of me lifting you up to get to the top shelf there. We'll do the Christmas version of it. I'll lift you up to put the star on the tree. What, um, here's a controversial thing. Uh, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays? I say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah? Oh, by far. Same. Um, I work in, like, a retail shop, so, like, you know, cashing out, a lot of people go, Happy Holidays. My response has always been Merry Christmas. It's Merry Christmas. Now, I mean, if it was blatantly obvious that it wasn't someone that celebrated Christmas, then I probably would just say Happy Holidays. Like, if an Orthodox Jew walked by me, I'm not going to be a dick and say, hey, Merry Christmas, buddy. Well, you could say Happy Hanukkah. <coughs> you could say that. Yeah, you could. How do you know, though? Well, I, I assume if he's got a yarmulke on, you can definitely say that. I don't know. You I assumed his know. religious standing? I don't think you can do that, man. Need another little pour of this. This is pretty good. Ooh. Or who are those people who don't celebrate holidays? Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't celebrate. So maybe, yeah, you could say uh, happy holidays. But then again, you really don't know if they celebrate or not. I saw a uh, really funny meme about the Jehovah Witnesses the other day. Oh, the Halloween one? Yeah, the Halloween one. Uh, it was <laughs> uh, Jehovah Witnesses watching you open your door to all these random kids. And it was like the Arthur Fist. You just yeah. like... Because they always get ignored any other time they come around. Sounds really bad, dude, but I mean, like, it's kind of funny. Plot twist. What if Jehovah Witnesses just pretended that was their Halloween costume and went around? Mm, you could do some damage on Halloween. Hey, uh, well, I got you here. They, uh, they do you have some time to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> That would be a great that if any time that Jehovah's Witness. So if you guys are out there in our audience listening and you guys want to spread the good word, I think you should try on Halloween. Might be a good way to spread your, you know your word. Get some free candy out of it too. You know, if you guys can eat candy, I don't know if you guys can. I'm sure they can eat candy. I don't know. I'm sure they can. Caleb. My neighbors growing up were uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. They never put up any holiday decorations. I don't th- think they celebrate holidays. They that doesn't even, mean they don't eat candy. They barely celebrated birthdays. Like, they didn't have extravagant birthday parties either. Uh-huh. It was kind of like, oh, you're 15. Well, here it is. It. There you go. Little Johnny's birthday again. Happy birthday, kid. Congrats. Congratulations on making it another trip around the sun. Say your prayers. Do you have a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back. We we It always comes back. I don't know, man. That's fucking oh, great. Man, this is a it's a good time of year though. I mean It lifts your spirits. I, I was gonna say one hundred percent. There's nothing like Christmas. Nothing like this time of year. Everything just seems despite all the stress that comes with Christmas, did I get this person the right gift? Um if if you're a gift giver. Uh did I get my buddies, you know, something that they're gonna like? Uh you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of stress that comes with Christmas. You know, uh, if you have a significant other out there, a wife, how do you give people something when they have everything? So here's a question I got. Speaking of gift giving, 
when you guys like to give gifts to people, do you like to surprise them? Or is it a surprise to certain people? Or are there other people in your life that you're like, what do you need? Let me get you something that you need rather than something I might get you that you don't like. Because I am a big, uh, let me get you what you need. So I know you won't be surprised, but if it's something you want or need, I will get that for you because I don't want to get you something that you'll be like, oh, it's cool. And like you, n- you don't use. I want to get a meaningful, useful, or a wanted gift. I'm a horrible gift giver. And here's why. I give good gifts, but I can't keep a secret. I, I got to give it to you immediately. Like, hey, man, I know it's three weeks early, but you got to get your gift. I'm so I'm more excited to give it to you than I can't wait. It's weird. I mean, it depends, I think, on the person. Like, because there's some people you just know better what they need or what they like. Who's the hardest person to shop for? My dad. Same. Oh, my, my father. My mom. Uh, she's so hard. She'll always tell you she wants nothing. She has everything. And my mom's very petite. So even if you want to buy her like a jacket or coat or sweater, it's so hard to find her size because she's tiny. Yeah. Believe it or not, she's smaller than me, guys. Yeah. So my well, mom well, we is... know whose genetics you got. Exactly. My mom is really hard to shop for. So she's the hardest person. Hmm. Yeah. My mom will straight up be like, this is what I want you to get me. Oh, okay. So that's nice and easy. That's, that's good, though. That's yeah. what I like. I like when someone says, this is what I need. This is what I want. Uh, if you get it for me, I don't got to ask someone else for it. And I'm like, yeah, perfect. I, I'm, I'll get it for you. You know, kind of sucks that you know. You won't be surprised, but you, at least you got what you wanted. And you're not disappointed. I make this ridiculous list and I just hand it to my wife. Just pick something <laughs> off this list. Well, that's good. You got your choice. Yeah. Pick something off this list and we're all good. You guys are easy. Like, if I got to shop... My, oh, Alex is bad, too. She's hard to shop for. She's hard? Hard, dude. Because she's like your mom. She's well, I don't need anything. Yeah. I, I don't really need nothing. So I have to get her something. And, and like, I have no idea what to get her. Well, you just, yeah, you can never not get her anything. Like, no. Oh, I tried that once. <laughs> I, I tried playing the, I tried playing the old, well, if you don't tell me something, I'm not getting you anything. And I, and I lost that war. I didn't get her anything. <laughs> I've done the whole old, let's But not. then I said, well, I did the bullshit. I don't mean to cut you off. No, but, like, and then I did the bullshit where like, okay, well, next time we go to the mall and you see something you want, I'll just dip. I'll just buy it. Just She's like, tell me. Yeah. Well, that that's not the point of it. Uh, okay, I lost. You got to keep a mental note for yourself. Like yeah. when she eyes something and doesn't get it, that's your mental note, and you're like, I got it. You guys are easy. I, I know it's like bourbon or cigars. That's what I'm getting, you guys. I know what you like. I got your flavor profiles down. So it's like Caleb's gonna take be- us to Flavor Town. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I could get you guys like that. That's easy. And it's going to be something that we've never done or had. How does he know if Flavortown's any good? He's never been to Flavortown. He doesn't know fucking Guy Fury. Yeah. You're one degree away. One degree away. You're one degree away. I'm right there. You ever try that thing where it's like, let's not do Christmas presents this year for like certain people. And then you're like, ah, I can't. I got to get you something. Because sometimes me and my brothers do that. It's like, let's just worry about the kids or worry about mom and dad. And, and then it's like, we always end up getting something because it's like, we can't do that to each other. I did that with my sister last year. Did it work out? No, it didn't work out. I went and got her a gift and did she didn't bad? get us anything. Oh. <laughs> but, it's just like... But if you didn't get her anything, so like, you now would this feel year, bad. This year I go, all right, well, we're not going to exchange gifts this year. She's going to end up getting me something and I'm going to feel like a douche. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I think she tried to get me something last year. I told her, yeah, don't worry about it. I got everything. There's nothing. There's nothing I don't have. I I have a disease. I can't wait. So when I want something, I just go buy it. It's a disease. Fucking legend. You've seen it. Yeah. 
You've seen me do it. Yeah, I was there. That's why I said, like, I I know the stuff that we drink and I know the stuff we smoke. So if I see something that we haven't gotten to for you guys, it's like, yeah, I'm going to pick that up. And, you know, maybe you'll get it eventually or it'll come your way. But if I can hop on it first or something unique at a different place or store, I'm like, yeah, this is it. And that's easy. Then, like I said, it's kind of hard to, you know, maybe wait to give it. You just kind of want to go out early and give it to you guys. Yeah, you really want to give it to us guys, huh? You weirdo. Maybe. No, I'm just fucking with you. What? I don't know, Gio. You're kind of my type. <laughs> Thick boy. Mario Lopez looking kind of guy. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, buddy. If we ever end up in prison, you can be the bottom, bitch. We could trade off, you know, on holidays or something like that. You can you can hold the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> True. I, if, if I do end up in jail, I might need a guy like Gio to fight. So, Well, Jerry could fight, too. I'm a I'm, lover. I, I'm a lover. <laughs> I don't want to go to prison. Yeah, hopefully not. You know, Caleb wouldn't do well in prison. Do you think they give good gifts in prison? <laughs> like, to, do you think like the guys give their bitches nice gifts? <laughs> <laughs> you guys might have to ask people when you're in your line of work. How's prison? I got you a double cock meat sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, just what I always wanted. Someone's gonna say like, yes, finally. I always wanted a double cock meat you know, sandwich. You know someone's coming up with that answer. There's, some, oh, there's that one guy who's like, oh, yes, about time. Happy holidays to me. No, uh, no one clipped that out of context either. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone should. If there's anyone out there listening, clip that. Make it really weird. Just Some- a two-second clip of Caleb saying something really, really sus. That was and then like sus. an actual just like sausage in the background. All right, uh, changing topics. With mustard. Changing topics. How do you guys feel about going around, uh, I don't know if you guys do this, but going around and looking at other people's Christmas lights in other neighborhoods? And, or those houses that are super tricked out, and they do like the light show where they you sync up to the radio station, They their whole house goes like with the Do you guys do that? Or do I, I want to like just that? throw it out there. People of this small, great community in the greater Buffalo area, just know when I drive by your house and you spend all that time doing the Christmas work and, and putting up all your lights, I do not care. <laughs> Personally, I don't care. Yeah, it's a, your daughter wants to go to the Festival of Lights. Nope. Oh, you just waste the money. Alex can do that. You just waste the money. Don't do it. It's not worth it. But I'm not a fan. I'm like Jerry. I don't care what you do. Uh, I guess whatever. Cool. Take your kids. Uh, go see the lights and the other neighborhoods. But I, I, I could care less. Hmm. I'd rather drink bourbon, smoke a cigar, but nice work. Do you, uh, what do you think about like Christmas caroling? <laughs> no, no, no. You'll, I've never done it. You'll never catch me doing it. I never will. Unless we're singing like raunchy Christmas songs and then, then I'm in. Do you know any raunchy Christmas songs? No, but I'm sure we can make one. <laughs> yeah. Caleb's going to go around with his wife and kids singing horrible Christmas music. Fucking, he's gonna end up on a sex offender registry. I'll do it with you guys instead. That'll be a lot funnier. We'll just go around South Buffalo just doing, singing our raunchy Christmas song. I don't know if that would be recepted well here, man. These people like pay taxes and work and take care of their property. <laughs> I don't think they want like weirdos. Ma- like, yeah, I think they just don't want any menaces to society walking around caroling garbage. All right, we'll do it at bars because you know some of the lowest of the low are some bars drinking their sorrows away. So. We'll pick out the diviest dive bars and we'll do it there. Again, you're like still the talking about South that Buffalo. Go sell flowers at the bar at like three in the morning. He's still talking about South Buffalo. <laughs> oh no, any dive bar it doesn't have to be in South Buffalo. It could be anywhere. 
There's dive bars aplenty. Okay. And we'll just come up with a dirty Christmas song. Where, where, where would be the diviest dive bar? Oof. Is it still the pink? The pink? I was going to say probably the pink. It's closed down now, isn't it? No. No, it's still open? Thriving. Thrives. Ooh. It thrives through. Uh, to be honest with you, COVID probably started there. I know they say Yuha- or, uh, uh, Wuhan, Ooh. but it probably started at the pink. Yo, that is a disgusting, disgusting establishment. Yeah. But apparently people love the food. I can tell you they make a famous steak sandwich. I don't even know if they clean the grill. Um, I don't think I've ever had the sandwich, but I can tell you I would never, ever eat it. And I remember like we were there one time and the guy was like, well, he goes, this is the cleanest 13 feet of Allentown. I'm like, that's not saying much. <laughs> it's a disgusting part of town. Fun time, though. Oh, yeah, you will be there until four in the morning, and someone will just be chirping away, and when you get there, there'll be some piss bum asking you for money. <laughs> what What's your, um? I mean, I know my go-to move. Do you have a go-to move when a homeless person asks you for a change? Uh, just the old, uh, the old debit card. That's all I got on me. Uh, okay. No cash. So, like a real, real Sorry. straight, you're a real Sorry. straight shooter. Be like, sorry, I don't got cash. Just got the card, man. Uh, nothing I can do. And then, you know, if they ever hit you up with it, oh, just link my Venmo. It's like, get out of town. What about uh, when they pull out the cube on their phone and they're like, oh, that's <laughs> fine, bro. I could take a payment. There's a surcharge, though. <laughs> no way. No way. Dude, back in the day when I used to play baseball in college, we'd go running around like the neighborhood and it was, wasn't in a good neighborhood. And there'd always be homeless guys asking for money. or And you know they weren't going to buy food. They're gonna buy drugs. So a couple <laughs> or beer. A couple of guys on the team would be like, "Listen, I'll take like during our run because we have to run like two miles." A couple of guys would be like, "I'll take you inside. We'll buy food." And they'd be like, "Ah, just continue on your run. I don't even want it." But yeah. yeah, exactly. That actually happened to me with a local crackhead. Um, it's a pretty funny story. The dude, uh, I approach him. I'm off duty. I'm just in my old neighborhood. Walk up to him like, "Yo, my man, you hungry? You want something to eat? I'm about to go grab a coffee." He's like, yo, man, you got like five bucks? I'm like, dude, I'll just get you something to eat. He's like, dude, I got places to be, man. And the dude blew me off. <laughs> Complete, a, a legitimate crackhead blew me off. I I offered to just buy him something to eat. I got shit to do, man. I'm sorry. Gio, what about you? You got any any tactics for your you know our uh, our neighborhood peasants? Um, depending on my mood, it will either be sorry, no cash, or just no, or ignore. have you ever seen my go-to move? No. Have you ever seen it? No. I ask them when they start walking up to me, I ask them immediately, yo, my man, real quick, you got a buck? <laughs> I ask them before they ask me. They always say no. Now, I know it's controversial, but how do you <laughs> feel about like making them do push-ups or something like that? Fuck that, dude. They're not fucking side <laughs> sideshow circus clowns. I'm going to tell you this but you got to right work now. for it. I... No, that's uh, a little weird. Labor, labor. Labor for cash? Ah. Uh... I, I just like beat a, them. It's, it's like a job. I beat them to the punch, though. And they always are like, nah, dog, I, I was going to ask you the same thing. I'd be like, come on, bro. You ain't got like just a buck. You ain't got a dollar. I'll take change. I don't give a shit. No one ever's given it to me. But I always thought about like, what would happen if they actually reach in their pocket? Would I take their dollar? You'd have to make their day. I feel like you'd have, <sighs> to, you'd have to make their day. What if it's a poo dollar? Ew. <laughs> it could be very well a poo dollar. 
What is that? Like some CKY fucking old school jackass shit? Yeah. They put the poo dollar on the fucking <laughs> on the fishing string. They finally get it. They grab the poo dollar, and there's just nothing but shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just when you were kids, did you ever recreate like the jackass shit? Did you guys ever do dumb shit with your friends? Um, not quite. But uh, do you remember like the sock and boppers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ever had your friend stay over, like, just when they were, like, going through the hallway, you just with the sock and bobber, like, blast them in the face with it. I always thought that was, like, when the hand, the giant hand would smack the people in, like, the first jackass. I think I'm almost positive, like, we had a video camera. Dude, I think I might have an old, like, videotape of me just, like, doing dumbass shit with my friends, like, crashing bikes into trees and... Just dumb ass shit. Like, shit, we, we should not have been watching Jackass as a kid. But you know what? I will tell you, I am so thankful that my childhood was like that. Uh, one of the things we used to do was, like, build ramps and you just take your bike and try to do a jump over it or, you know, skateboard skates. But that was about it. Nothing, that was, like, like, normal kid shit, though. Nothing with, like, the shopping carts. We'd just, like, run into the curb or, you know, we're going to fall over and crash and just fuck up your face or something like that. Nothing like that. I, I mean, if there was ever a show... That gives you, like, the warning in the beginning. It, Jackass was definitely the show that needed it. Please yeah. don't try this at home, or don't send us any submissions. We won't even view them. The, uh, you know well, they definitely no, watched them. that was them. ridiculousness. But you know they're yeah, definitely yeah. watching them. 100%. Here's one for you guys. What was the best and or worst Christmas gift you've ever gotten? Oh, or worse, yeah. It could be you know, like if you got a bad gift and you're just like, I am never going to use take the floor. I'm trying to think of the worst. All right, you can um, go best. Someone go best first. Or the thing you really wanted and you got it. I'm going to tell you some dirty ass shit I did when I was a kid. Hmm. I know uh, Geo fucking obviously is a ruiner of Christmas to some poor child that was listening <laughs> to the show with their dad in the car. First of all, you can't even be mad at us. You shouldn't be listening to this show with your kids in the car. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude. One time, I didn't know fucking anything about Santa Claus, right? In my mind, he was a legitimate guy. I went downstairs in the middle of the night. This is like during the Pokemon Game Boy phase. Definitely got Game Boy Color. What a great day that was. Um, I go downstairs. I start opening the presents, right? Like just peeking, seeing what they were. I saw that my sister got one of the pokemon games that i wanted right like one of the colors yeah dude i put my name tag on it i switched it and my parents were like of course they knew they're like well i think that was your sister's and i'm like how could they fucking know this santa brought this shit i switched the present that's really funny it's fucked up they definitely called my ass out they're like well we know everything because we talked to him i'm like dude i got caught this shit was so bad but i gotta say probably the playstation 2 that was probably the best Christmas of all time. PS2, yeah. 2000, fucking legendary Christmas. Yeah, that's I remember it. playing Gran Turismo that day in the middle of the night with my dad. I just couldn't wait. Uh, or uh, another one that came out. No, no. Yeah, that was PS2. Gran Turismo or something. And then uh, Madden 2001, I want to say. Eddie George was on it. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I remember just playing that with my dad for hours and hours on Christmas. It was the best Christmas. I like that. Uh, yeah, I mean the PS2 is up there. See the word like 
Oh, worst gift. Worst. Yeah, Kaylee, he did ask about the worst gift I ever got. I'm going to just tell the story. I hope my parents are listening to this. <laughs> uh, I remember it. Please don't. Anyone out there listening, just enjoy the story for what it is and don't say, well, at least they got you something, you asshole. You're, you're just a spoiled little brat. I wanted, when the fucking Apple iPod came out, I wanted it so fucking bad. So fucking bad. Oh, I know where this is going. Dude, <laughs> the commercials were out. Bro, you weren't shit if you didn't have an iPod, right? And I'm listening, and I got this fucking Sony... Uh, Walkman shit. No, it wasn't a Walkman. It was just like the like a Sony just CD player, but it was like a... Uh, what did they call it? The anti-skip? Remember that? Yeah. What the? It was like a technology, like where it didn't move, like it wouldn't skip even if it like hit something. Yeah, you hit a bump. The old one. Yeah, the skip. old one would skip. They, they had like a new technology in them. So I, I was get, I was trying to upgrade. I wanted the iPod so bad. My parents, they got me a fucking like Creative Zen or some weird ass fucking MP3 player, and I'm like, I open it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> First of all, the thing. I don't know. Was the iPod made in America at that point? The original? No, they were all made in China. Okay. This Creative Zen, I feel like you needed a PhD to learn how to use the thing. <laughs> it wasn't compatible with anything. So any computer I had, any way of downloading music and putting it on like Windows, because obviously iTunes wasn't even a thing at that point, you couldn't put any music on it. I couldn't figure the thing out. It was like you literally needed to be a doctor to figure out how to use this thing. It was horrible. It was the worst gift I ever had, and I just want to throw that out there. I still never got the iPod. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it, just, it was horrible. It was really bad. That was when he got Digimon instead of Pokemon. Uh, that's a story for another day. That was also a really bad Christmas. <laughs> it's the same thing. No, no, no. That no. was Yu-Gi-Oh. I play Pokemon. You got me a Yu-Gi-Oh card. It's not the same game. <laughs> What a Charizard, goddammit. <laughs> Blue eyes, white dragon. So Same thing. Gio, what was your uh, best and worst? Or can't even remember. <clears throat> I mean... It could be at any age, not when you're a kid. No, I'm be, just thinking, know. like, I remember, like, randomly getting, like, uh, like, some form of, like, useless kitchen appliance, like... Oh yeah, <laughs> when you got older. Yeah. Oh, when you first get to your apartment. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got. I had a Christmas like that too. And that, but like, you're like, what the fuck am I gonna use this for? But then, like, randomly, nine like months later, usually, like, yeah, I actually used that thing once. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking oster, some random toaster oven shit. The, the toaster one- oven might be the worst gift of all time. <laughs> I, I think we still have it. I never turned it on. <laughs> It's ne- in the box, though. Never, you randomly, never turned ne- it on. Never like that one it. random never. drunken night, you wanted to reheat cold pizza, mm-hmm. but not microwave it. I had a microwave. I had exactly. a fucking microwave. I didn't need the toaster oven. It was the most useless, stupid gift of all time. I am apologizing to any toaster oven uh, people out there. Uh, I don't believe that that should be a real appliance. We have microwaves. We have what is called a oven broiler. Yep. You do not need a toaster oven. She never answered the question, though, Gio. Best and worst. I, I would literally say the worst was probably one of those, like I said, the kitchen appliances. Because you just never used it. You're like, and they were trying, you know, their heart was in the right place, but you're like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? It doesn't even fit my countertop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, mom or dad. Like, the best is, yeah, like, probably like 
when I got the first PlayStation. That was a different breed of era. Oh, PS1. I have a picture of myself with the OG PlayStation the day I got it. What yeah. a fucking day. Jurassic Park. Crash Lost, Bandicoot. Lost World game. Oh Crash my Bandicoot. God. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that was the shit. Uh, worse? Oh, well, you said worse. Yeah, you already did. Yeah, that that's probably like the OG PlayStation for like was some formative childhood shit right there. Just all the games, the multiple disc ones that were too big for more than one. Resident Evil 2. Yeah. I got, um, oh. Parasite Eve. I got my best. Metal Gear Solid. I don't know about the worst. The best ever, uh, <laughs> me and my brothers, we played outside a lot. And so this was kind of like a family gift. Man, the crazy. Before, I hate to interrupt. Oh, but right, I know right. that, like, your bro- the stories you tell us, and I thought your best year was going to be some weird shit your brother got you. Yeah, it was this uh, pocket pussy. <laughs> Angela White mold. <laughs> no. The funny story about that, at the liquor store, we saw do a Secret Santa, and uh, my one brother did buy a kid working there. He bought him, like, a football pocket pussy. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> and he was stoked, this kid. It seems, a- seems about right for your brother. I always, I, you know, at the store, I've always got a good Secret Santa, so my gift... People always gave me like great bottles of liquor, so I got really lucky. Um, best gift from the family back in the day. We grew up on a dead end street, uh, so playing street hockey was always. I'm not a hockey guy, but playing street hockey on your rollerblades uh, with the whole dead end street and all the neighbor kids. One year we got like a goalie set, and it was like the Flames goalie set from like the Calgary Flames. I remember that. And the we, Franklin shit. We all thought it was so dope. You had the like the flame pads, the flame glove, the flame helmet, and you know you had to wait until the snow cleared. But the first game of street hockey we had when we got to go in the goalie pads, it was it was awesome. So that was one of my favorite gifts and least favorite. I don't even know. I think one year I was, really wanted a scooter. I was trying to get into scootering, you know, real big. <laughs> scootering. Uh, <laughs> scoot, scoot. <laughs> uh, the scooter ended up going to my brother and not me, and I remember just being a little pouty that <laughs> it wasn't for me, and uh, I remember talking it up, like, all pre- Yo, his brother's riding the scooter around the house, like, this is awesome! <laughs> yeah, all pre-Christmas, I was like, you know, a scooter would be sweet, you know, mom, dad, I'd love a scooter. Come Christmas morning, my brother Corey gets it. I'm like, hmm. Could have swore I was the one talking about a scooter, not Corey. I'm going to tell you something, dude. That actually happened to me. This is another one. My parents, (laughs) they always got me this one-off shit. I wanted a fucking Razor scooter. It had to be a Razor. Corey got it. He got it. It was the green Razor scooter. The Razor scooter. They got me some fucking off-brand scooter. Here's the fucked up part of the story. The fucked up part isn't how ungrateful I am. The fucked up part is someone still stole it. (laughs) <laughs> Someone still stole my shitty fucking scooter. Huh. Who stole? Who steals a scooter? I don't know, dude. I was at, I was playing street hockey like we we did as kids, and, and some fucking bigger kid fucking stole my goddamn scooter. It's fucking terrible. Them damn love Jovians. Yeah, man, they were fucking savages, dude. That's just hilarious. Dickheads, man. Dicks. Absolute fucking jerk offs, man. Fuck them. <laughs> you are you are hurting. You're you're upset. I love that for you. Hey, man. It is what it is. We're addressing childhood trauma on the earth. <laughs> All right. Not a Christmas question, but how are you guys feeling about this Nulu Amberana finish? Because uh, all those taste notes that I talked about, the the cinnamon, all sorts of like the spiciness, the candied flavors, it's all there. I'm getting it all. I've tried it before, before we talked about it. You know, this is a great bottle. Anything in that Amberana finish, I'm a fan of. And this is a great for a day herf. 
I think we're going to catch a lot of shit for this bottle. I feel like guys are a little snobby when it comes to trying new things. And I, I don't I don't know how receptive people will be to this. But I'm going to tell you this. This is a great fucking bottle. It's good for a day herf. Perfect. Um, I'll let I got one more thing to say about the Ambrana, but I'll I'll let, I want to get Geo's notes on this before I say it because because I think it fits to what you just said. So my thing is this is uh, certain whiskeys definitely are better in certain areas of the country. We know this. Like this is definitely you know going to be successful where like someone gets those true traditional fall flavors and like it's got. I feel like this is meant for when it's cold outside. It's not something you want to drink on a hot day. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. So I agree with Gio. Uh, the fall time, perfect time for this drink right here, for this bottle. Um, the one thing I will say that for people who might not like an amber on a finish, I'm going to guess maybe you don't like it because it feels like a flavored whiskey, even though it's not a flavored whiskey. It's just the finish that it adds to. So I'm thinking, you know, all the gimmick behind, you know, you got your cherry flavored whiskey. You got like... All sorts of crazy flavored whiskey. They even have like confetti cake flavored whiskey. All sorts of weird, like everything whiskey. Every flavor you can imagine. So maybe some people don't like it because it might come off as a flavored whiskey, even though it isn't. It just happens. That's the finish of the barrel, and that's the flavor that it retains through the natural sugars of the wood. So that's my only. Maybe that's why people don't like it because it feels like a flavored whiskey. I love this shit. I would drink a whole bottle of this, but especially it, on a cold day. To you, though, I know you like it. I know I like it. Does it does it feel like a flavored whiskey? It fucking feels like you're drinking uh, whiskey that tastes like cinnamon toast crunch. But it, but like not you know, like Fireball though. Yeah, but like, you know you're drinking real whiskey. So it doesn't feel yeah. It's also 111 proof, so it doesn't feel like a gimmicky lower proof whiskey. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. So maybe some people might have that inclination. Yeah. Do you guys think it pairs well with a cigar? Yeah, I think the cigar is really good too. Uh, on my notes, I mean, this thing's doing very well. Um, I think it's, in my opinion, but I also literally did a lot of drinking and smoking last night, and I might still be a little uh, rough around the edges here, but I think the whiskey's overpowering it a little. I, if, if I go take a sip, I'm still tasting cinnamon. Yeah. Maybe is, that's why I'm enjoying the cigar so much. It is 111 proof, so Gio maybe does have a point. But... I think we're going to get into the news now. Caleb, we had a couple stories, right? We do. All right, here. Let me... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Patrol Gone Wild? Patrol mm. Gone Wild first, right? You want to do Patrol Gone Wild, or do you want to do the news? I like Patrol Gone Wild first. All right, let's get into Save it. Save the news for later. Patrol Gone Wild! We're doing it big! Bang, bang. Bang, bang, skeet, skeet. All right. All right, I'll go first. Uh, this is the headline. I got a little video clip, but the headline is, Naked Man Seen Fighting Las Vegas Cop before driving off with patrol vehicle and crashing. So here's the clip. And just coming at me, and uh, he started banging on the car in front of me, screaming, trying to open the door, and then they sped off, and then they came out to my car. The incident started as a call of a man possibly experiencing a mental health episode at Blue Diamond Road and South Buffalo Drive. But soon, the interaction took an even more bizarre twist. It looked like they were trying to talk to him, and then he started fighting with the police officer, uh, he threw a couple punches and then jumped in the truck and just sped off down the street. According to police, 29-year-old Clyde Cabalison stole the police Ford F-150, crossing the center turn lane, then finally colliding with a Ford Explorer at this intersection. Cabalison was taken into police custody and is now facing a slew of charges, including DUI, 
reckless driving, robbery, grand larceny, and more. The driver and passenger in the SUV have both been taken to the hospital with critical injuries. The suspect is due back in court on Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Report <laughs> I love that. It's just so, uh, ugh, just so it's, fucking good. It's so Las Vegas. This happened Halloween night in Las Vegas. Um, doing court well he just had court on thursday so definitely facing some charges especially after hitting and injuring two people and fighting a cop naked it's perfect it's happy literally Hall perfect happy halloweeny uh, all i just think his halloween costume should have been the greased up death guy from family guy <laughs> maybe that's why he got away he was all slippery and uh greased up i love that this is a fucking great story man i i just uh, what blows my mind is the amount you don't think this shit happens the amount of naked people we encounter it's like it's fucking disturbing bro it could be cold as brick too like fucking oh it's 28 degrees oh you know this dude is barefoot walking naked digging in his booty yep yep i seen that that happened saw that awesome funny <laughs> funny just digging in his ass Digging right in his ass. Yo, go put some clothes on. Not not like digging through the pants, giving a little itch. My man was bare fingers in his butthole, scratching his butthole. Get self-prostate exam. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Gross. Anything else you wanted to touch on that, Mr. Steeny? No, the video clip uh, hinted at all the charges, so uh, good luck in court, guy. All right. Well, I got a story out of Wisconsin. Um, we're going to... We're going to stay on the topic of Christmas. Uh, we have a Wisconsin Madison man throws a beer bottle at a bartender for turning on Christmas music. Uh, this is a fantastic story. I love this. A Madison man was arrested Thursday afternoon after throwing a beer bottle at a bartender who changed the bar's music from Black Sabbath to <laughs> Christmas music, police said. Uh, Madison police responded to the Farm Tavern Buffalo or a bar at 1701 Moreland Road. just between, <laughs> Oh, my God. It's at 4 p.m. I love that. Four, That's the best part. Just This is at 4 p.m. I love it. Happy After, hour. Afternoon drinking. I love it. So there was a disturbance involving a man who had just left, according to the the, the press release. Uh, yeah, apparently this dude was not fucking happy, dude. They probably played that fucking Mariah Carey, uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. Man. And he probably went absolutely fucking ballistic and just threw the beer bottle. Or they played uh, Dominic the Donkey, and he was like, fuck this shit. I don't know. What the fuck is that? You never heard of Dominic the Donkey? It's the, one of the most annoying Christmas songs out there. Really? Yeah. I don't know that one. Okay. But apparently, uh, this dude just started yelling out gender-based obscenities at a female <laughs> officer before he was transported to the Dane County Jail. Uh, his charges are disorderly conduct and criminal damage to property. My guess is he did not actually hit the bartender with the bottle, more so just smashed it and threw it. Uh, he probably did a little damage to the bar. Um, it was charged accordingly, but maybe this guy just was not fucking happy. He's not in the Christmas spirit. I can tell you that we, we as a community and a society need to stop playing Christmas music at bars, especially that Mariah Carey song. I fucking hate that song. And it climbs to the top of the charts every fucking year. You know, she's made like $90 million from the residuals or something like that. From yes. That song. Good I, for her. I guarantee it. I guarantee she has. It, it's all you fucking hear on the radio. But is all it, I want for Christmas is that song to fucking disappear. So uh, that dude 
was upset that Black Sabbath got turned out, and all I can think of is Little Nicky. Ozzy Osbourne is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was a... What song do you think he was listening to? Uh, I don't really know, but this guy was a pure metal rock star head, and he was like, this just ruined his day. This guy probably had a bad day at work if this happened at 4 I mean, the mugshot's up there, dude. The guy was disgusting. <laughs> he definitely had a bad day at work if he had a job. You think he was listening to War Pigs? <laughs> probably. Paranoid? We'll go with that. Probably. Good for him. Good for him. He's setting the tone for the show. That's why we had the show. Don't celebrate Christmas too early or things like that might happen to you. Now, guys, so in keeping with the theme of, you know, I feel like all our Patrol Gone Wilds tied nicely together today. While your video, the guy threw the bottle and missed, here we have a supermarket where a thief is like kind of being trapped between some shopping carts. And we're going to (laughs) see what comes next. And this is... CCTV footage, so there's no sound. So there's like a security guard struggling. <laughs> God damn, bro. Wow. Pre- that dude fucking... What a two liter of Coke. Precision aiming. Headshot. Precision, dude. I've Confirmed always, kill. I've, I've, always, I've always thought about Double this. Double kill. Working at a liquor store, I've always thought about this. If someone was stealing, I'd 100% throw a bottle at them. Oh, dude, a plastic huh. bottle? Put them out. No, a, a glass bottle. Dude, that was a two liter. You don't even need to break the glass. Why are you trying to murder people for stealing fucking twenty dollar bottles of fucking liquor? Uh, the they point, never steal anything good. The point—it's always dog shit. The point isn't the the value. The point is you're trying to steal, so you're gonna get taught a lesson with the glass bottle to your head. So it's been a—it's been like a, a fantasy. This clip went viral and has like over forty million views. <laughs> uh, we've tried to figure out where, when it occurred. There's no knowledge of it, but the comments have been hysterical. They're like, so which MLB team signing that guy? Right. <laughs> like, homie Tomahawk throws the Coke <laughs> bottle and hits him right in the fucking dome. I feel like that dude would have been awesome at, like, shot put. Dude, accurate, man. Feel, and he throws hard. I feel, like that, throw. I feel like that guy would be awesome in The Walking Dead, just throwing a knife at a zombie. He'd be perfect. He would definitely be better than Caleb at uh, Hatchets and Hops. <laughs> yeah, I right. can tell you that, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Because that was probably the funniest thing I ever I seen. Sucked. Caleb, is that I, we may have talked about it on a, on a, a show back in February ish, but uh, at my birthday we went to throw hatchets at one of those hatchet places, and Caleb scored zero points. He threw probably fifty axes at this board and not one stuck the entire night. Uh, I might not kill you, but I'll knock you out with that hatchet throw. Did you see that video floating around of the guy that threw the hatchet and it hit the fucking uh, the medicine ball and it flew back at his yeah. head? Stupid. Holy what do you think he was gonna fuck, pop it? dude. He's lucky he wasn't wearing that thing in the face. He, he, try, he probably thought, oh, I'll just pop this medicine ball. and Yeah, he probably thought it was funny. And this brings me back to what I always say. This is why men die faster than women. Because women don't do stupid shit like that. Exactly. But... That being said, that'll wrap up uh, Patrol Gone Wild this week, and I think Caleb had a few news stories this week, so let's get into those. Let's do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we do got to get Jerry the glasses. <laughs> he's, uh, he's struggling over there. I'm struggling here, dude. Damn. All right. We're doing a little news segment here to wind up the show. So up first, we have some cigar news. We have uh, some delays in production and maybe distribution of um, some cigars. We have uh, Polpetta and Gatekeeper by Alex and Bradley being delayed. Uh, Gio, you want to hit up at that? 
Yeah, so uh, STG actually delayed the Gatekeeper uh, Diamond Press because there were some quality issues. Before they updated exactly what that meant, they didn't know, like, people were speculating, oh, you know, this is the STG, they're just, you know, putting out, like, they didn't want a garbage cigar coming out. The issues weren't the actual cigars, like, construction or flare, it's the diamond presses specifically meant to be a diamond-shaped cigar, and they couldn't get it to be a diamond shape. So they're like, well, we kind of really can't put that out if it's not a diamond press. Yeah. And as far as the Pulpetta delay, which... Looking forward to those. Like we smoked it uh, last week. Yes, yeah. they were delayed just for logistics. They couldn't get the shipping out in time, so they're coming out in January. The gatekeeper. There's been no update. Uh, they're not. Some stores got them, and it sounds like they're going to be doing like a bit of a buyback for it. Who knows? Might be a little limited one-off. Can't get them. The fucked up non-diamond press. So this this to me. I've heard mixed reactions to this stuff out of STG, right? Um, some say, okay, like you. You know, hey, they, it was a, a quality control thing. We couldn't get the shape we wanted. And then I've heard, you know, like, that's reasonable. I get that. I understand why you wouldn't want to put that out. But other people are saying stuff like, okay, this is what happens when you have a company that buys every company that exists there's going to be like logistical issues and problems with quality. And, you know, that's why there shouldn't be a company like that out there buying all this stuff and pretty much controlling the industry. I mean, I don't think STG controls the industry. They're definitely a big factor, but like the good thing about that is, is some of these smaller companies might not be able to recover from that. Sure. Like, do you think Elk and Bradley had ever had issues like this in the past? I can't really think of any off the top of my head. I don't think they just would have ever made it to store shelves. Yeah. Like, I think that... How did this even get put out? How did some places actually get this? That's where somebody's got to, you know... Someone that's overseeing this needs to step in and say, okay, listen, we we fucked up. Right. Before it hits a shelf. But, I mean, there's been mistakes in manufacturing with... I'm wearing that ash now. But, uh... Like... You know, obviously, Tat with the infamous paint thing with the Drax. Even, uh, well, ironically, Room 101, another STG company, had some issues, wasn't it? Yeah. So maybe STG's got to do a little bit more quality control on that end. But they're rectifying it, and it's really all you can ask. Like, they're going to pay people, reimburse people. I don't know how far it's going to go, but you definitely don't want to see products like that, you know. To somebody, that's their favorite cigar. Now, legacy brands having issues all of a sudden. I don't know. Yeah. Now, this is two that have been recently uh, acquired from STG, both companies having issues already. Yeah. Could just be a matter of working the kinks out. I mean, that's adding a lot to their portfolio. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. But also at the same time, if you got 70 something million dollars to buy a company, do it right. What do you think, Caleb? Um, get it right, get it tight. That's what I think. All right. Bubba Sparks, I love it. <laughs> Alec Bradley rocking everywhere. <laughs> uh, the Diamond Press. I hear it's hard to make. I've only smoked one. It's a very unique smoke if you get a Diamond Press, so we'll see what happens. All right. Up next, we have uh, some bourbon news. We have William Heaven Hill 
allocated release just coming out out of uh, Heaven Hill Distillery right around Halloween, November. So this is the perfect time. Didn't even actually see these bottles when we were at Heaven Hill, but this is new to... I don't know if you noticed them. I didn't see any. I didn't see them. So uh, William Heaven Hill, this is their first release, I believe, since 2008. So they haven't done it in a while. Um, William Heaven Hill was the early owner of the property, which Heaven Hill currently sits at. Uh, very popular for making corn whiskey during the 1800s and distributed at the historic Tal- Talbot Tavern in Barnstown, Kentucky. Um, so we have William Heaven Hill. Uh, it originally was a misprint. So the Heaven Hill was supposed to be spaced instead of one word. Uh, but given the cost of a couple dollars that would need to fix the typo, they just went with William Heaven Hill and they kept it this way. Uh, so they are putting out, um, they're currently doing a 12, 15, 16, and 17 year old aged bourbons, all different high, uh, high corn mash bill. Um, and these are set to be priced at, about eight hundred dollars for the four or one for the seven for the seventeen year old. The price for the other ones aren't listed, but for the seventeen year old, you're looking at about eight hundred dollars. Um, release date still pending, but they said right around this time of year should be going out. So uh, if you're on the hunt for some allocated Heaven Hill bourbons, look out for the seventeen year old along with the uh, the fifteen and twelve. So I didn't notice any of these bottles while we were there, but I guess they're set to release right around the time this time right now. So. If you're looking for your hunt uh, to get something allocated, uh, we'll see. I don't know when they'll be coming to New York. New York's a little slow to get things, but we'll see. If what it ever if comes. ever, yeah, yeah. This is trickles. I don't know. I mean, eight hundred's a lot. It's just MSRP eight hundred. So what is this in a secondary at like two and a half racks? Probably right around in that area. Like, uh, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Like we'll pass. that's cool. Like if you got it like that, by all means, it's for the high end collector. But are they ever going to drink it? Probably not. It's crazy because we were there and they showcase all their product. I didn't even see this in that. Uh, remember, we're then in their entranceway where they had everything in that big shelf. I didn't even see this there. No, I didn't even see it in the shelving or like in the gift store. They had no like uh, products. The shirts are labeled this way. So, hey, happy hunting out there for all use. Um, Got another story. I thought this was pretty cool. We have a new $38 million distillery is going to age bourbon and coal mines. So this is called Brothers Wright Distilling Company. They invested $38 million in building a new Kentucky distillery that will mature bourbon in a 100-year-old in a mine. Cool. So they bought a 12,000-square-foot distillery, rickhouse, welcome center, museum on a 20-acre part of land in the Kentucky Highway 292 in Pike County. Uh, they did this in 2020, so it's just coming coming to grounds now in 2023. So they will probably be open soon. Uh, it was an old coal mine operation for 33 years up until 1946 when it went defunct. Uh, 23 million tons of coal were produced there annually, so tons of coal. So they are going to age bourbon down there just to see how the product comes out. Interesting. So did they say what the reason why they picked a coal mine? just seems a little dangerous isn't like coal mining one of like the most dangerous jobs in the world like hey guys let's just store some whiskey down here we'll make an already you know normal job let's put it in a mine yeah it just collapses on people and then they get trapped in the mine and you know now they're sending rescue crews out into the coal mine make sure you get that 32 year barrel (laughs) so i guess it has to do with the temperature that's down below you go below ground you get a little colder temperature so they're going to probably experiment with some barrels and how the temperature the effect it has on there and you know 
maybe something to do with the coal has to do with some flavoring things. We'll see what happens when these barrels come out. Uh, I never even heard of this uh, company, so maybe What's something the company called? Uh, what did I say? Brothers Wright Distilling Company. Okay. So be on the lookout for that. We'll see. In Pike County, Kentucky, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, a bit controversial, they say, because a lot of they say in Kentucky you're not supposed to use these abandoned mines in case something goes wrong. So, oh, and yeah. you they say maybe aging. Wow, maybe, well, didn't we just say that? It's funny. We didn't even get to that part of the story yet, and we're already talking. Eh. Yeah, they say maybe aging barrels down there could uh, cause some troubles and potentially violate some laws. So we'll have to see what uh, potentially happens with this company. I'm all for people that want to be stupid and do what they want. So more power to you. Yeah. But uh, that being said, dude, um, we're wrapping up uh, the Viaje Full Moon. Did you end up getting your review done, Caleb? Yeah, I'm all done. Let's go. I'm ready to go. So uh, appearance on this cigar. Giving it a nine. I really like the band. I think fitting the Halloween theme, they did a great job with this. It's got the the pumpkin skull, a little like crows on a tree, and a axe on a stump. So I think it looks really cool. Sweet band, nine. Uh, burn, I had to relight this thing two times. Maybe it got a little long-winded. I'm going to give it an eight on the burn. Construction, eight and a half. I did wear some ash here. Uh, when it burned... Kind of like it, it flaked out it towards the end. So uh, eight and a half on the construction draw. I did straight cut because this was a big fat boy. Uh, nine, no issues on the draw. Always full, full clouds of nice smoke. This is a very smoky stick, by the way, too. Uh, enjoyment. I'm giving it eight and a half, and I think it did pair very well with the whiskey. I like the uh, chocolatey hints I got to the cigar with the cinnamon from the whiskey. So I thought it paired very well. Uh, I will say, on the cold draw, I did get the manure taste. Uh, very controversial when we talk about that, but I, I tasted it right from when I cut it, did the cold draw. But I did pick up some chocolatey notes as well. Um, fatter ring gauge, a little harder for me to smoke. I don't like smoking like really fat ring gauge cigars. But uh, overall enjoyment, 8.5. My total score was an 86 for this one. All right, cool, man. We differed. Okay. Heavily. Happens. On this cigar. It happens. Uh, the appearance I gave this a nine. I really like the band. I've also had the opportunity to see the box. The box is actually really cool. Um, had I had the box, I mean, I bought enough cigars to get the box, but uh, why didn't... Oh, they were sold out. That's yes. why. What? Mikey, why didn't you just send us the box? Oh, wait. No, that's because everyone bought them. I was going to say, well, maybe if people bought singles. Well, they had, <laughs> they had to have had box. We bought five packs. Yes, we did pay for these. Don't be thinking we get the shit handed to us for free. Okay, right? anyway. So, yeah, the 9, I seen the box. Really cool. The burn, no issues. This thing burned perfect. For, it's uh, still going. I'm hitting that final third right now. Uh, no issues at all. Never really had to relight mine. Uh, construction, I gave this thing a 9.5. Uh, this is a well-constructed cigar, man. Uh, pretty firm to the touch. Not a soft cigar by any means. Definitely, you know, uh, wrapped properly by whoever rolls these things. So... Uh, the draw, I gave it a nine. Caleb touched on it. The clouds of smoke that come out of the cigar, you are getting high smoke output on the cigar. Uh, really, really good. Uh, bringing my enjoyment to a nine, bringing me to a 45.5, bringing me to a 91. I like this cigar. The only thing I would say on this cigar that I would change would probably be the ring gauge. I'm not a big fan of a big ring gauge. Uh, if they brought this thing down to like a 52, what a cigar this would be. That would make me, it might actually jump this thing up a little more. But maybe that was my issue. I see the hype on Viaje. This is obviously the first one we've done yeah. on the show. I've smoked some Viaje stuff, but this is like the first, like, 
big release, their annual release that they do, Tatuaje-esque uh, Halloween release that they do every year. So they change up the Vitola on this, I think, every year, right? Because this is a limited. Mm-hmm. What is there, 250 boxes of 10? Something like that, I would believe. Uh, well, then I'll tell you in a second the exact. But this is a great cigar, and if you do have the opportunity to pick a couple up, I think this would be perfect for this time of year. Still, still fall. You could still enjoy a nice uh, pumpkin cigar, I would say, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, some of the tasting notes. I didn't get manure or, or anything like Caleb said, but uh, yeah, I was eating some ass today. Mexican San Andreas doing mm-hmm. what it does. Uh, black coffee, cocoa, uh, just your normal notes. Uh, kind of for me, a little strong. I think this cigar is pretty strong. Uh, Thing's got a little punch to it. I think this final third is going to be the, where it really hits you in the mouth. So, Gio, how'd you do? All right. The Viaje Full Moon. I've been wanting to try Viaje for a while. I've been doing some behind-the-scenes work to try and make that happen, unfortunately. Wish they would have some retailers up this way because difficult to get up here. Appearance. I'm with you, Jer. I gave it a nine. Definitely a cool looking thing. I like that each year it's a no year is the same setup for it. They're always gonna make a little difference. Like uh one the one LE they did was a pigtail. It was pretty cool. Appearance though, that I believe I said it already, nine. Nothing that isn't gonna be covered by you boys already as far as band's pretty cool. Nice little evil looking pumpkin thing on it. Which you know, we got that here. I do gotta say though. Did you notice that, like, the way the full moon is on this, like, you almost just looks like an actual scenery. It doesn't really look like a moon. Yeah. That was, like, one little gripe, but it's the same band since they started doing it, so I don't think they're changing it anytime soon. Burn. This is probably the only part of the cigar I didn't like. I gave the burn a seven. I had issues with it. I was touching this up a lot. I don't know if it was me, but Caleb also had that issue as well. (laughs) And... It just seemed like it took a minute for it to get going for me and stay lit. Construction, you are well, very correct. Nine. Ash when I want to. The only reason I was wearing an ash is because I bumped my cigar myself. If that didn't happen, clean smoking. Draw, I V-cut mine. I had no issues with it whatsoever. Very smoky, good puffs. You know, got what I want out of it. This bad boy packs a punch. This is my second time smoking this cigar. I do enjoy the flavor profile of it here. I'm not that guy that's going to say coffee, cocoa, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just good. If you like cigars and you like a stronger cigar, I'd say get this. You'll enjoy it. You won't be disappointed. That brought my total score to a 43, giving me an 86. Wow. You and Caleb had a very similar review. I'm, yeah. uh, I am definitely giving, I gave this a higher rating. I'm definitely uh, influencing the rating on this cigar for sure. How'd we do, Caleb? All right. Total all together. You get an 87.66 from the boys. Round that up. 88 overall. Okay. Cool. Love that. Uh, any closing notes of the episode today, man? All right, guys. Let us know what you think. When is the right time to celebrate Christmas? When's the right time to start decorating, listen to Christmas music, and all that jazz? Just make sure you hit up all our links. We've got the Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and more. most importantly, the YouTube. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, share the content, comment as well. Uh, funny comments are always appreciated. Leave a nice review for us. Anything else, Jer? 
Yeah, if you're listening to us audio only, make sure you're checking us out at a Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, the number one cigar network on Podbean. Um, check out their shows. Awesome guys. Good content. Great for the industry. Knowledgeable. Anything from you, Gio? Guys, smoke if you got them. You know, keep following us on all our socials. You know, we love the engagement. We've been getting tagged in a lot of things here. And, you know, let us know what you want to see from the show going forward. It's almost, you know, Christmas time. So we'll find some Christmas herfs. Maybe uh, giveaways in the future? Maybe. Christmas giveaway. I like that. Christmas giveaway? Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, hoes. Oh, maybe we do it so they get it for Christmas. I think so. That would be nice. You know? So maybe we'll be announcing something soon. Tune in. Tune in. That being said, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Peace. The Down to Herf Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.